And it's also Passover. And Ray Haynes is in teaching on Passover, giving us more insight into this feast. Kind of give you a little prophetic look at this break. We're looking at the armies of God. When you look in the mirror, do you see yourself as the army of God? Because that's how he wants you to see him. See, the Passover meal is prophetic. Earth looks different than heaven, obviously. Shadows and types look different than the light, right? In Egypt, they ate the lamb. But in Jerusalem, they did not bite or eat Jesus. They received his spirit. See how it's different? Mm -hmm. In eternity, we eat this meal again with him at our wedding with him. To him. <laughs> this meal has not been about Egypt for 2,000 years. It's about the spirit and the bride. Outside the doors in Egypt, what was happening? The death angel was killing millions. In eternity, Jesus on a white horse with us will kill millions. The blood in the end will be up to their right up to the neck of the horses, about four feet high. Eating this meal is prophesying that day. So here's why when you have communion at church, they, they warn you, communion is dangerous because it's part of the Passover meal. Right. This meal represents the salvation and judgment of mankind. It's prophetic. That's why Paul warns you not to eat it with sin in you. It's like eating Passover with the door open. A death angel has an agenda for sin and for <laughs> sinners. The first Passover and Passover meal occurs in Egypt about 3,500 years ago. But Passover doesn't begin there. Mm -hmm. you got to jump back four centuries before Moses to Abram. And the Lord said to him, Know for certain that for 400 years your descendants will be strangers in a country not their own, and they'll be enslaved and mistreated there. But I will punish the nation they serve as slaves, and after that, afterward they will come out with great possessions. In the fourth generation your descendants will come back here, for the sin of the Amorites has not yet reached its full measure. That's Genesis 15. Now, Exodus 12, and it came to pass at the end of the 430 years on that very same day, mm. it came to pass that all the armies of the Lord went out from the land of Egypt. Look how God sees us. Mm. Look how they see slaves walking out, looking for the Red Sea and weeping and murmuring. God brought out the armies of the Lord. They came out of Egypt as a great army. They were called to destroy the Amorites 400 years before. That's why they were in Egypt, to become a great army. That's mm -hmm. why you're here, to become a great right. army. Right. The Israelites didn't understand why they were in Egypt. They didn't understand why they were leaving. They certainly didn't have a concept of themselves as warriors. Do you? God was leading them and fighting their battles. Look at the death angel in Egypt. There is not a house without someone dead. At the Red Sea, so the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea, not so much as one of them remained. At Jericho, Joshua went up, went up he saw someone in the distance and asked, Are you for us or for our enemies? And neither, he replied, but as commander of the army of the Lord, I've now come. Joshua 6, and they utterly destroyed all that was in the city, both man and woman, young and old, ox and sheep and donkey with the edge of the sword. Do you get it? We're always his army. Passover is ultimately the gathering of the armies of God. That's what all the blood is about. Mm. It's important for you to see the realization of who he's making you into because this is a spiritual thing. It's not just about food you're putting in your mouth.